Hello, everybody, and welcome again. This is Things Christians Want to Know, and with me, as always, is Paul Anderson. Hello. Hello, Paul, and Hi. I am Nate Johnstone, and we are starting a new series. Um, do you want to say what the series is about, or do you want to let them figure it out? I think when I give the title, they're going to know right away. Oh, that's probably true. Yeah. Well, what is the title? The title is How to Get Good and Angry. How to get good and angry. Interesting. Okay. Uh, why don't you start us off? I will. And we'll go. So there was a couple in our congregation, and they did this skit at a retreat. So she calls out, honey, how about putting on the CD we always like listening to on Sunday morning? No response. A little louder. Mark, could you put on the CD while we're getting ready? To which he replies, I can't hear you. I'm in the shower. More volume. Honey, put on the CD that we always listen to. Response. What? <laughs> I said, would you put on that stupid CD? On second thought, don't. You're deaf and dumb anyway. Nice. <laughs> there it is. So it's amazing how quickly anger rises within us. Karen and I are surprised at the piddly things that we can get angry about. I had on one occasion just spoken at a service. A mother came up for prayer, ashamed that she had been so abusive to her children. I knew her and her husband as really fine Christians. She asked if I would pray with her for the rage that comes out of her mouth. She couldn't hold back the tears of sorrow as I prayed for her and her children. When I asked the source of her anger, she said she learned it from her parental family. You mean your mother? I asked. She responded, no, my father. I was shocked. I knew him well as mild-mannered, a tender pastor. I didn't know him as an angry man. So what gets to you? Maybe people put you down without realizing it, or maybe they do realize it. Or your roommate has irritating habits, or your neighbor's son plays his music too loud, or your relative insists on being the center of attention at each family gathering, or your spouse embarrasses you in public with cutting remarks. You have a right to be angry, and you are. But what are you going to do with it? Will you stay angry until the responsible parties acknowledge their guilt? You may wait a long time. Will you stay angry until you feel you have paid them back sufficiently? In reality, who gets paid back? Will you get even by sharing their crime with someone else? Congratulations, you just enlarged the problem. Will you fume inside because they have a problem with irresponsibility? You may get stomach ulcers. Then who is the irresponsible one? Will you explode at them because you just can't take the injustice any longer, thereby making it difficult for them to acknowledge their blame and perhaps even breaking off a relationship? Okay. Not much gets solved with any of these responses. Anger is a subtle emotion. I can't say that strong enough. It was, I grew up in a family that 
we weren't taught how to deal with it. It's often veiled behind other emotions. It is a secondary emotion itself because we are afraid to own it. Perhaps we grew up in a family in which emotions were not expressed or we've been told that it was wrong to get angry. Maybe we feel justified, but don't know quite what to do with our anger. We certainly are not able to confront the person who made us angry. Some of us would rather keep our anger than do that. We'd probably be healthier if we were the exploding kind. At least we'd know we were angry and would blow off some pressure. But most of us are the passive variety. That is safer, or so we think. We still might feel like venting, but in a more acceptable way than throwing something or shouting at the top of our voices. We may procrastinate or show up late or lower our performance, obstruct progress, cut with humor, shut off, criticize the offending person to our understanding friends, or use other indirect methods of getting even. At home, some of us feel more free about exploding, like my pastor friend. At church or work, we're usually more indirect. Anger is one of the hardest emotions for Christians to deal with because of the confusion regarding it. We don't own it because we aren't supposed to have it. So we call it something else, deceive ourselves or tear apart our families or the body of Christ with unloving responses to unkind actions. There's got to be a better way, and there is. The Apostle Paul gives us some steps for getting good and angry when he writes, quote, Be angry, but do not sin. Do not let the sun go down on your anger and give no opportunity to the devil. That's from Ephesians 4, 26, 27. So let's start with the first one, be angry. One of my relative's husband left her and her congregation, his congregation for another woman. When the counselor she met with asked, what are you doing with your anger? She replied, I don't have any. What she meant was, I'm not supposed to have any, so I'm repressing it. Hmm. When I get upset with my wife and she says, well, don't be angry, I'm inclined to respond with much conviction, I'm not. Or she may say, you're not angry, are you? <laughs> As if anger were a terrible sin. I am learning to say yes and acknowledge the obvious. But that's not easy for some of us because anger makes us uncomfortable. One time... My in-laws were having a serious exchange in the front seat, a rare one, and a granddaughter in the back seat, three or four years old, feeling the mounting tension, commented as if to break up a fight. We not mad, we happy, white. <laughs> like this grandchild, we may prefer to tell angry people they should be different. Happy feels better than mad. According to a newspaper article, the average person feels some degree of anger or its lower grade cousin frustration 10 to 14 times a day. All the more reason to identify it and accept it. 
If anger is a sin, we'd better tell God to count to ten and cool it because he gets <laughs> angry every day, according to the psalmist. And about 90% of the scriptures dealing with anger in the Bible are referring to God. I looked them all up. Where God's love is refused or God's holiness is mocked, he cannot remain indifferent. To do so would put him beyond feeling. It would make him impersonal rather than compassionate. The more one appreciates God's love, the more he can respect his anger. And God's love is just as true in the Old Testament as God's anger is in the New. The Bible doesn't apologize for the anger of its author, although one little girl hearing about the Old Testament God reasoned, that was before he became a Christian. (laughs) Anger is a God-given emotion. Florence Nightingale. Do you want to say amen to that? Amen. Amen. Okay. Florence Nightingale was known for her anger against inadequate hospital care. William Carey was angered by the inhumane slave trade in Africa. The anger of Lincoln brought the passage of the Emancipation Proclamation. The anger of blacks riding in the back of the bus led to some much-needed civil rights. Communities are rising up in anger over the violence caused by gangs and are seeking to do something about it. Positive anger can be a motivation for dealing with personal and social wrongs. Parents need to raise their children in an environment in which they are free to express anger in appropriate ways without being demolished. People who grew up with the admonition, don't be angry, didn't obey it. They just stuffed it. Those who concluded that the feelings must be wrong are still dealing with them 30 years later. Repressed anger is, according to some experts, number one source of depression. When the Bible says, be angry, it must be right. This, uh, how long have you been teaching on anger, would you say? Have, well, have you done it for a long time, or is it more recent? I taught on it before I really understood it. Mm. I, I shared about it, but I still hadn't gotten a hold of it, and it took quite a few years in marriage <laughs> for me to get to the place where I understood it and mm-hmm. could grapple with it and then own it. Yeah. Because I was slow to own it, especially when someone says, you're not angry, are you? Well, uh, that's uh, the, 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 the supposed answer is, well, of course right. not. Right, you can't answer yes. <laughs> yeah, yeah I, I think it was similar for me. I, it was marriage that eventually brought the anger to the surface. <laughs> I, was not, I was not an angry person mm-hmm. growing up, but I don't know that that's because I wasn't naturally prone to anger so you know some people are more prone to anger than others in my family maybe it's a common phrase i don't know actually but in my family people used to say oh so and so runs hot Hmm. and runs hot means they're (laughs) they're prone to get emotional sure but the inference there is that which is not necessarily appropriate right and Mm -hmm. and i think that's why this is 
probably actually a really controversial subject. And I'm, I'm guessing there's going to be people who are listening to this pod- podcast who will have a really hard time with this. Wouldn't be surprised. Because all American Christianity has its roots in Puritanism. Puritanism was very strict and legalistic, and they were also very British. And so British people are notorious for being non-emotional. Mm-hmm. You you push down emotions. <laughs> the characters of Vulcans in Star Trek were based on the British. <laughs> emotions are bad. We actually just uh, just watched Mary Poppins as a family today because it was a there was no school today because of weather. Yes. And so the kids were home and it was fun and we watched Mary Poppins, which I hadn't seen in a long time. And uh, something struck me I'd never noticed before, especially as a kid, the scene where they laugh, the I love to laugh song, yes. and as they laugh, they float up to the ceiling, <laughs> which is not scientifically explained to my personal <laughs> desire in the film. Um, but I realized why. And it's because that's a commentary on British society. To laugh uproariously and unashamed and unreserved is as ridiculous as floating up to the ceiling to a British person. You don't act that way. It's inappropriate and it's ridiculous. You might as well be floating on the ceiling compared Mm. to how silly that is to them. And Never caught that. And I I thought, well, it's very interesting. And see, that's where our spiritual heritage comes from in American Christianity, is that emotions and emotional outbursts and reactions are, in general, to be kept to the very middle. Moderation in all things was a a highly coveted Puritan belief. And if you add to that, Minnesota nice with the Scandinavian... And we, we have Scandinavian heritage in our families, and they even more so... We're, we're strict and no, non-emotional, except on the battlefield back when they were Vikings. Somehow after they became Christianized, they repressed all of that. So we have, you know, we have a thousand years of repressed emotions to deal with for those of us who are of Viking heritage. Um, and then, exactly, so Minnesota Nice. I don't know if it was as much in California, because you're, you adopted Minnesota 20-some years ago, but mm-hmm. grew up in California. But growing up in Minnesota, as a Christian... Mm-hmm. Getting angry was not okay, period. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You did not, do not get angry. And it was not be angry, but do not sin. It was do not be angry. To mm-hmm. be angry is wrong. It's always a wrong emotional response to get angry, to let yourself get angry. Yeah. But what about Jesus? He turned over the tables in the temple. Well, that's righteous anger. It's very rare, was the response that mm-hmm. I got. Hmm. And I'm not just saying like from my parents, I mean from teachers, church, everywhere. That's the Minnesota response, really. Mm-hmm. I mean, if you yell at someone, that's like, oh my, what's wrong with you? You need counseling or, or something. Stiff drink or whatever it is you need. Get it. Um, it wasn't for a long time later that I saw things the way you're talking about now. Mm-hmm. So strong was my upbringing. <laughs> yes, and I, I did not preach this early on because I was... I hadn't gotten a hold of it yet. And so what happens to someone then who is raised, like we, like I think we, we both were, mm-hmm. to believe that anger is not appropriate, at best not appropriate, mm-hmm. and probably a sin. So what happens to someone like us then, growing up? Sadly, we stuff it like that lady, I know her well, who said, I'm not angry. And she was wrong. Mm -hmm. 
she was lying to herself. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And then, and then what's underneath, it's not hurting other people, probably, but it's hurting herself, and she's taking it out with headaches or stomach ulcers or mm -hmm. high blood pressure, whatever. Yeah, exactly. What, what do you think is the motivation behind the, the denial? I mean, I think in my context, it was primarily religious, mm -hmm. religious motivation. Oh, if I'm angry, that's wrong. Therefore, I'm not. Mm -hmm. Which is basically pride, right? I, I don't want to be a sinner, and I refuse to admit that I have a problem, so I don't. Mm -hmm. So I want to appear righteous. Mm -hmm. And in order to appear righteous, I'm not angry. I'm disappointed. Or concerned. I'm not angry. I'm concerned. <laughs> I'm not angry. I'm just a little frustrated at the situation. Yeah. Mm, if the situation had a face, would you punch it? Yes. Okay. Well, maybe you're angry. Um, I think so for in my context, you know, in growing up and with the people I know, I think it was a lot of it was religious. Maybe sometimes it can be just social. That's just how we were raised. But I think we have this, at least I do, this desire to deny being angry and i still have it to be honest i still have to it's my natural reaction mm -hmm. i'm not angry as opposed to okay i'm getting angry now let's admit it nate <laughs> you're getting angry now is this okay is this a good response or a bad response well let me ask you this is is anger always okay let's just put it that way absolutely not okay so so and, I, and there, there are places in the Bible where God tries to warn people when they're angry because it's not justified. So God said to Jonah, do you do well to be angry? And he justified it. He said, yes, enough to die. Mm -hmm. So God was trying to say, I don't think you're doing good to be angry in this situation yeah, this because I'm not angry. Uh the, so God what, was saying that's not an appropriate response, Jonah, in this situation. You're seeing it wrong or responding to it wrong or something else yeah, is going on. Yeah, and, and uh, he also did it with Cain. He was kind yes. to Cain by asking him about his anger. He, the Lord said to Cain, why are you angry? What a kind thing for God to say mm -hmm. to help him understand okay look out something is going to get out of hand here if he doesn't get control and why has your face fallen if you do well will you not be accepted and if you do not do well sin is crouching at the door its desire is for you but you must rule over it so that sounds a lot like be angry but do not sin yeah yeah and it, it it's he he wanted him to own it and deal with it unlike the common word you made me angry so i don't have i can be angry without right. without acknowledging that it's it's my issue it's your issue it's not my issue right you made me angry so i'm justified in what however i'm responding pouting or or yeah. cutting you down or whatever so Anger can go along with a number of other 
emotional responses that we've talked about before worry for example you know fear uh we're responsible for how we respond to situations that's right that's not to say that every response we have is sinful or bad necessarily but we are ultimately responsible for how we respond including anger someone doesn't make us angry we become angry and what you're saying if correct me if i'm wrong but what you're saying is sometimes that response is okay even good even even appropriate absolutely other good. times not yes other times definitely wrong so we're not saying that it's always okay to get angry it's always appropriate to get angry but what you are saying which i think is going to be controversial especially for us you know midwesterners or scandinavian types it's sometimes okay it's sometimes the right response to be angry well nate i just heard what they did in new york when they voted for abortion right up unto the point of birth mm. and it passed and i was angry when i heard that mm-hmm. and not to be angry at that is to say hey where where is your sense of justice mm-hmm. so I it's agree. not only it, it it not only can it be right but it's a needful it's a needful response the, the way I got a hold of that was when I studied anger, I looked up all the verses that used the word anger, and most of them were about God. He's an angry God. He's loving. He's Sometimes, just, not constantly angry, yes. obviously. <laughs> and it's on a slow burn. Right. So so he doesn't pop off. Right, and that, and I think that's part of the issue, too, is in for me, it's, it's even now I have to fight against it, but for me, just to hear the word angry almost implies raging yes you know like hulk smash or something like that which is that's not that is not god that's not the appropriate response of anger yes because god can be angry with something but obviously god does not sin Mm -hmm. well he was angry with the the assyrians and so what did he Mm -hmm. do he sent he had mercy he had mercy he loved them But he was also angry at their behavior. They were brutal. And so he wanted to deal with that. His response to it was to send a prophet so that they could be saved. Mm -hmm. And they were so awful that the prophet didn't want to go. He'd rather be swallowed by a big fish. Um, But God sent him anyway and used him anyway despite himself, which is so interesting. Yes, it is. Because that's how forgiving God is. Because the Assyrians, wow, they, Mm. I mean... They made ISIS look like Girl Scouts. Yeah. I mean, the Assyrians were unbelievably just brutal and terrible. Um, And yet God had mercy on them. So he was angry, but that anger didn't lead to indiscriminate slaughter or anything like that. Yeah. So we can be angry in an appropriate way. That doesn't mean we necessarily scream at our spouse. Mm -hmm. Um, Because that's that comes next. Right. Yes. Is he next door or downstairs? Someone's sitting. Yeah. Oh, outside. Okay. Um, Because the response we have after we get angry is really where the rubber meets the road, I think. And I think that's what that verse is getting at when it says, be angry, but do not sin. The anger response is often justified, but sometimes not. Mm -hmm. And then what we do next is really 
what determines <laughs> whether or not it, the response is, is, is sinful or totally appropriate. I try to ask God, the Holy Spirit, to show me whenever I have strong emotional responses to something, mm-hmm. in particular anger, because I'm a very large man, I'm a very strong man. And so ever since I was a kid, my mom taught me, you need to get good at self-control. Because if you lose your temper and punch someone, for example, you could cause serious damage. Hmm. One moment of lapse and you could end up in jail. Sure. Um, And so even when I was, you know, a young teenager, I was very aware of that in my life. Mm -hmm. And I think that was a good thing because as a big, strong guy, you can't. I mean, it'd be bad (laughs) if I punched somebody hard. Um, And so I was always very, very self-conscious, I guess I would say, but Mm -hmm. in a good way Mm -hmm. of my anger. And so I still ask God about anger, but other emotional responses. Okay, God, why did I respond so strongly to this situation? Why did it happen? I I, I like to ask why first Mm -hmm. and then ask whether or not it was appropriate. Or to what degree? It's often in degrees, I find. There's very seldom a yes and no. Mm -hmm. It's very much like, well, you went a little too far. Mm -hmm. It wasn't the most evil thing you've ever done, or even that you did today, but you went a little too far. You should have counted to 10, or you should have been able to stop yourself at 10 instead of having to count to 50 (laughs) or whatever the response is. It depends on the situation. And I find my kids bring it out in me more than anything else for whatever reason. It's hardest for me not to snap at my kids Mm -hmm. vocally um, in a tone that is too loud or too harsh, usually too harsh. I don't yell that much i get louder sometimes to be heard because kids are loud they need volume sometimes to actually hear what you're saying but it's the i don't like i don't like it when i speak in a harsh tone and that's why i always ask god did i overstep there or not i overstepped in an occasion where i was needing to correct somebody in the house and over time my anger was rising and so I uh, talked to this person, said, I, I, we need to sit down. I sat down with him, and I wish I'd been softer. Paul told Timothy, those that disagree with you, uh, correct gently. Gently, yeah. And I did not do it gently. Mm-hmm. And to this day, I'm sad. I was forgiven. I asked for forgiveness because I was harsh. And that's where my anger was under control. But then when I leaned in right at the point of correction, I was harsh. Mm -hmm. It's tough. It's Mm -hmm. a really tough. Anger is like a wave, I think. Mm -hmm. And you need to learn how to surf it. Yeah. Because it's strong and it'll it'll knock other people over, it'll knock you over or take you over if you're not careful. Mm-hmm. Um but we have to be able to ride those waves because that's life. They come no matter what. Yeah. And so let's talk about that more next week. Good. And how to do that. How do we be angry but not sin? Because I yes. think that's that's the thing that's so hard. Yeah. So good. 
we'll talk about that again next week. That is it for this episode of Things Christians Want to Know. If you have any questions or comments, please send them to questions at tcwkcast.com. We publish every Thursday, so tell your friends and please rate us on iTunes. That's really helpful for us. Additional information, including links to Nate's blog, Paul's blog, etc., can be found on tcwkcast.com. God bless.